Welcome to Making the Magic, a podcast chatting about all things Disney, Universal and beyond. This week we're talking about Disney's pop century and why we think this is a great value option staying on site at Disney World. I'm Amanda. And I'm Martin. And I think this is actually probably one of the most popular, it's definitely the most popular value result. I think we kind of book really, isn't it? It is. And I do generally steer people in uh, in this direction because I, I think it is, if you're staying in one of the sort of standard rooms, I would say this is the best of the values. I and mean, you've got the All-Stars, which are usually a bit cheaper. And then you've got Art of Animation, the Little Mermaid rooms. We've talked about this before. They're not my yeah. my pick. If you have a standard room for all sorts of reasons, go and listen to the Art of Animation podcast. So yeah, if you can stretch the budget just a little bit, I think you're going to get more for your money staying at Pop. And yeah, definitely my choice if I was staying in a value resort. Yeah, it's not even usually that much difference to stay here. It's usually cheaper than Art of Animation, but a little bit more than the All-Stars resort. So if you stayed at the All-Stars resort, what's the kind of main sort of difference to staying here? So they are very similar resorts. I would say the big draw for Pop now is the fact it's on the Skyliner. So it shares the Skyliner with Art of Animation, and I think that is a massive benefit. Yeah, looking at the price point for this hotel, the fact that you can get on the Skyliner and be whisked away, caught to Hollywood Studios. Okay, you've got to go via Caribbean Beach and change there. That's nice and quick. Then I, I think, you know, that's a huge benefit. The other things, the rooms are really nice. The All-Stars are being refurbed into a, a similar style of rooms. But all of the rooms that pop have been refurbed recently. I really like the sort of slight retro Mickey sort of pop feel that you've got in those rooms. And we'll come on and talk about the layout of the rooms and why we think they're a good thing as well. Yeah, so it's motel style, isn't it? So four floors, you've got the free swimming pool. So some of them are next to the pools and some of them. To be fair, you're not actually that far away. A couple of minutes walk from a pool, depending on where you're staying. It's quite a well laid out resort, isn't it? It is. It's a big resort. I mean, there's what, 2,800-ish rooms. But because the rooms are smaller because it's a value resort, they are in these blocks, four-story blocks, as you say. So overall, the resort is not as spread out as somewhere like Caribbean Beach, Coronado. So even if you're, you know, quite far off across the resort, you're never that, that far from anything. Now, if you want to go to the room for you, five minute walk, I guess. It's probably oh, quite- yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, the pools, that's another one of the things I like. You've got a hippy dippy pool. So that is in the 60s section. And it's worth saying, so Pop Century, like you might think of the name, it is all based around decades in the century. So we're going from 1950s right up to 1990s. That's the theming of the resort. So you've got the hippy dippy pool in the 60s. Then you've got the the computer pool. Can you guess what decade that might be? <laughs> I think it's 1990s, isn't it? Is it? No, it's 80s, isn't it? Is it 80s? I thought it was 90s. Okay, yeah, 1980s. Is it? I oh, know you've got me, you've got me questioning now. I'm trying to... Must be No, it must be 90s, doesn't it? I think so. It depends on what kind of... Because obviously they had computers. Obviously, like Apple Macs came from the 80s. But I think it's 90s. Right. And then we have got the big bowling ball shaped... Um, sorry, bowling pin-shaped pool that is over definitely in the 1950s section. Yeah, <laughs> over there, yeah. And with the rooms, you can get... The rooms are all the same pretty much inside, but you can get them just the standard rooms that can be anywhere in the resort. 
If you want to be nice and close to facilities, then you can pay the upcharge to have a preferred room. So they are closer to the main building, to all the transportation, to the food court and things. So if you know that you're not going to want to be walking too much, then you can pay the upcharge. I would say the only slight downside with those is you are in a kind of a busier area. Anywhere that's central, you've got more people walking past, haven't you? So if you are particularly conscious of noise, then although you're nice and close to things, that's just something to bear in mind, I would say. And then there are some pool view rooms as well. That's the sort of downside, I think, to the the motel style rooms is, of course, that you open out into the fresh air where people are walking past. So you don't have like a hotel corridor to dampen the sound from outside. So anyone going past, especially people go into the theme parks for rope drop first thing in the morning. If you're having a lie-in because it's your pool day or your shopping day or something like that, you're going to hear the people walking off to the skyline and things like that. But I don't really think there's huge amount of problems with noise or things at any of the Disney resorts, is there? No, I think the value is perhaps more than some of the others just because you can get larger groups staying there in the summer. The walls between the roofs are that bit thinner. Say you're opening the doors right to the outside, particularly on the ground floor rooms, you're going to have people walking past all the time. If you're on one of the upper floors, then not such such an issue. It's worth saying as well, the four-storey buildings, they've all got elevators, so don't worry about mobility issues and things, then you're not going to have to be climbing four flights of stairs (laughs) after you've got back from the park. And they do have accessible rooms as well, so if you have got particular needs, then there there are accessible rooms available too. Look at it and thinking, you know what, I actually, running up those stairs, if I was on the full floor, running up those stairs, that's a Mickey bar, isn't it, going walking up the stairs? Yeah, I have to say, well, he's not walking in the parks for me, so yeah. I'm quite happy that there's an elevator, thanks very much. <laughs> so, so let's talk about, yeah, the inside of the rooms then, shall we? Yeah, they're really good layouts, aren't they? Because even though the rooms are a bit smaller than what you're going to get at moderate, they're very well laid out and sort of space-saving. I suppose the biggest sort of space-saving idea is the uh, is the pull-down bed, isn't it? Yeah, I think this is a really good idea. So when they refurb the rooms, they put these in. So you have got, you've got two queen beds, so they're not doubles. They are the larger beds, even though the rooms are quite small. So when you've got the two beds down, there isn't a lot of floor space, but they've very cleverly made it so that one of them is one of these Murphy-style beds. So it folds up into the wall, and then instead of the bed, you have a table and a couple of chairs there. So perfect if you want somewhere to eat your breakfast or a snack or just do some activities and just have that bit more floor space during the day. I always think of, when we think of pull down beds, I always think of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, you've lost, lost that. me that. It's been a while since I've watched Roger Rabbit. Oh, <laughs> I can't explain that. Where, where Eddie Valen is handcuffed to Roger and the weasels are knocking at the door and they hide in the, in the, like, he flips the bed up. He's got the one down beds. He flips up in it and then runs. It's very funny. It's a very good film. Yeah, no, I do like Roger Rabbit, but. Yeah, these I wouldn't recommend that for these crawling inside of them. No, uh, when they I mean, when they open down, they are cute. They've got the Mickey theming on. They've got a light that comes on inside, and they're not like a sofa bed, which yeah, they can be quite uncomfortable. They are a proper bed. Once they're down, it looks just the same as the bed that's permanently there and is just as comfortable. They're reasonably high off the ground. I don't know why Disney are going this way. As someone who is quite small, we have to take a bit of a run to try and get into some of these beds. Because they are so high off the ground, but that is useful because you can store your suitcases underneath. They so really do think about these things in terms of if you've only got a limited amount of space, there is quite a bit of storage. Got 
nice big TV and it's the, I think they are the smart TVs there. You've got the fridge, the coffee maker. So you've got everything you need. Yeah, fridge is great just for chucking in sort of bottles of water and things like that. So you've always got a drink on hand. I mean, of course, they're all air conditioned in, inside, but if you, you do wake up in the middle of the night feeling a bit thirsty. So I find that air conditioning dries my skin out. So I might wake up a bit thirsty in the morning. So it's great to have the fridge. It's not a full on fridge. Don't sort of do your weekly shopping or anything like that in there. It's mainly just to sort of throw some bottles of water in. Yeah. Or if you want some breakfast items, if you do want to go and do a little bit of shopping and just have some cereal in your room, save for having to buy that elsewhere, then you can certainly store those things in there. But yeah, it's a small under counter fridge, but proper coffee maker. And it comes with all the pods and everything. So you can get yeah, your morning coffee. And there, there are little teapots as well. So that's good for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then through into the bathroom area, it's like virtually all of the rooms at Disney. It's a split bathroom, which I think is a brilliant setup. So going through the doors, you've got the vanity area. So plenty of space around the sink, bits of storage. There's an ironing board and iron for those people who would like to iron their clothes when they're on holiday. Well, if you go to Topolino's or somewhere like yeah, yeah. For, for dinner, then... It's not to crest something. Yeah, it's just a very small open wardrobe and some shelving. So not loads of space to close, but there are quite a lot of drawers in the bedroom area. And then you've got another door into the toilet and the bath or the shower is. And so I think that's really good because somebody can be cleaning their teeth while other people are in the shower. If you're all trying to get ready, get out to the park first thing, then you've only got one bathroom. It's good that you can, two people can be using it at the same time. Yeah, and then uh, what I also think is really good is you can push the bed up, have a bit more space. The kids can be playing or doing something whilst you're getting ready. So you can be doing lots of different things at the same time, which yeah. is great because you need to be up early to get there for rope drop, don't you? You absolutely do. Yeah, well, that's our one big tip is always get to those parks as early as you, you can. And if you're travelling from the UK, got a bit of jet lag. Works to your advantage that you don't mind getting up ridiculously early. We'll be up at 3 o'clock in the morning anyway, regardless. If Disney started opening the parks at 3 o'clock in the morning, it'd just be Brits uh, that are in there. We're just dazed and confused. <laughs> yeah, it's when the kind of yeah, regular opening is, say, 8am. And so early opening is 7.30. Then you're actually going to get there for 7. So you're leaving your resort at 6.15. And you talk to people and say, yeah, so you'll be leaving your resort at 6.15am. Like, I'm on holiday. I don't want to do this. But yeah, yeah, but it'll feel like it's lunchtime. So it's absolutely yeah. fine. So back to the pools. Then, as you said, we've got the three pools. So never going to be too far away. No hot tubs, though, or jacuzzis or anything like that. As a moderate resort, you've got the minimum to be getting those. And no slides or anything into the pools. But lots going on around the pools. The hippie dippy pool will have organised activities during the day. So you'll have some cast members there organising little games and fun activities. If you don't want to be having those disturbing your sunbathing, then go to the one of the other two pools there. The clustered quiet pools, I mean, you don't have to be quiet, but they just won't be having any of those organised activities. Yeah, it's not the quiet carriage on the train, is it? You don't have to sit there in the no, sun. Everybody's shushing you. And there are lifeguards, all of the pools. And there's the towels available there, the storage lockers and showers and things like that. Open late. So if it's in high season, you have seven o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock at night. So you've got plenty of time to use pools. And when it's less busy in the wintertime, perhaps nine till still 8 p.m. So there's still pretty late. It's very useful. You can go and cool off after you've been in the pool. After Sorry, after you've been in the parks, you can go and cool off in the pool and just relax and 
soak your feet a little bit. I, what my mum used to do was just sit on the side and soak her feet. Well, Not yeah. In the pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Relax and cool, cool your feet down. But there's also the little, uh, the, the water play area for the kids as well next to the hippy dippy pool. So that's great. So let the kids sort of, the smaller children run off and go and make some noise and play in the fountains in there as well. Yeah. So that's great for the little ones. And there is also just a very small playground between the 1970s building and the main building. It is just a couple of slides. So it, it's mainly yeah. for, for toddlers. But yeah, it's still, if you just want to have a bit of a resort day, if you've got little ones who've had a bit too much park time, then there is plenty to do in the resort. Yeah. And then laundry facilities as well close by, isn't there? If you yeah. do want to do any, any, any washing, because I do want if you're going for sort of two weeks, you're going to be taking two weeks worth of clothes. Actually, if you take 10 days worth of clothes, it means you've got more space in your suitcase to bring back souvenirs. So maybe a little trip to laundry. You can go, whilst you're doing your laundry, you just go in the pool and just chill out. Yeah, so the, I think especially when my kids were small, it's not that you want to be doing washing every day when you're on holiday, but you end up with so many clothes otherwise. And just to be able to shove a load of stuff in the washing machine is quite useful. And like you say, you can just have a sit by the pool, keep an eye on the washing, and then you've got that ironing board back in your room to make it look nice again. Kids seem to have this this habit of uh, Mickey bars seem to end up more on, on the kids than in their mouths. Yeah. A lot of the times, yeah, they, they will. You might need to do some washing just to just it's keep a whole Yeah, it's, it's a useful thing to have. So, uh, yeah, it's quite nice to have laundry facilities. And then not too far away, of course, if you, if you want to go and get some food, you've got the food court so seven different stations there you can go and get some food so pasta and pizza and all the usual kind of food court kind of places you'd expect to eat in isn't there there is so we've got no table service restaurants it's a value resort but we have got the everything pop food court and yeah it's got everything you know burgers pizza pasta as you say and then there's a selection of different entrees grab and go stuff it's open for breakfast lunch and dinner got the refillable Drink stations, that's another one of our top tips, isn't it? If you're staying in an on-site hotel, make sure you buy one of those refillable mugs. And you'll definitely get your money's worth. Yeah, um, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, you can just nip in there. So all your kind of fountain soda type drinks, but also hot drinks you can get from there. Yeah, you'll definitely get your money's worth out of your refillable. Yeah, have you ever had breakfast in there before? Uh, yeah, I must have done when I stayed there. Just gone and you know, grabbed something quick. Definitely had got a quick dinner before going out to the parks and yeah you just go and get your mickey bar from there or a full meal whatever you would like and of course yeah, you've got to try you've got to try the signature item the tie-dyed cheesecake yeah. tie-dyed cheesecake yes 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 so what's your review of the tie-dyed cheesecake well do you know what? i haven't had it personally because not a gluten-free version oh, so, oh you can't just... so i'm off the uh, tie-dyed cheesecake but yeah i think you know people i've been with have had it it does look it looks very bright. You do wonder what kind of food comes around <laughs> to achieve that look. But but yeah, it seems to get good reviews. I think once you come back of uh, from this, I think your body gets used to a lot of food colouring and iridescent glitter as well. Yeah, you're you're definitely going to. It's got a lot of colours. It's very colourful, isn't it? That's, it's that's absolutely really, very colourful. Yeah. And so good job you got all that walking. As I said before, to try and yeah get rid of some of those sugar calories. And yet the food court's open really early from seven o'clock in the morning and then right up to 10 o'clock at night. You can pick something up before you go out or when you get back. 
And there are, say, just grab-and-go items as well. So if you want to get a few things just to have in your fridge, then you can do that as well. I think whenever I go to Disney, there's always leftovers, aren't there? Whether you're going to a counter service or a table service, they are like massive portions of things. So yeah, yeah. Quite nice to have your fridge if you've got any uh, any leftovers you can't quite manage um, at, uh, <laughs> at your main meal. And then just off the food court area, you've got the gift shop, pretty standard Disney hotel gift shop, but got absolutely everything you'd need in terms of clothing and souvenirs. And there are some pop century specific items as well, which I think is always nice to have some souvenirs that do have the name of your resort on rather than just generic Disney stuff. Yeah. And then there's also a little pool bar as well, isn't there? So you can, uh, whilst you're next to the pool, you can go and get petals, isn't it? Pool bar. You yep. can go and get a little a drink or something like that. So, see, of course, being out in the Florida, you're definitely going to need a drink after about 10 yeah. minutes. Really, aren't you? Yeah, stay hydrated. If you're around that pool in the summer, then, yeah, you need to be uh, keeping well hydrated. Um, and then just going backwards through the shop, then you're into the main lobby. And we have gone a bit back to front with the resort because... Most of the things are located at the back of the resort in terms of the pools and the rooms and everything. So we're coming back into the lobby and I do, I really like the lobby here. It's pretty standard, just big open lobby, but they've got so much of the memorabilia, old sort of toys from all the different decades, big cases of things to look in. And you could spend a really long time going through, depending on how old you are. This probably does show your age when you're going through. Oh, I remember those and. Yeah, so depending on when that starts, you get a good indication of how old you are. It's all American themes, so some of those things didn't make it through to the UK, but a lot did, and it is just really fun looking at them all. Yeah, it's a little nostalgia trip. I think it's quite good for multi-generations. You get a lot of people who take the grandparents along as well to as like a big sort of family trip because they can remember the... Disney 60s and then you might remember the 80s and 90s and then the kids are there for all the Disney stuff so every, everyone's happy really aren't they yeah yeah no it's a nice big lobby with say lots and lots of interesting things to look at good photo opportunities and then also just off the lobby you've got an arcade yeah I think the big draw as we said before is the Skyliner isn't it yeah it really is that sort of sits just as you go through the main pool and it's shared with Art of Animation, which is just the other side. That's going to whisk you away firstly to Caribbean Beach, to the change station there. And, and yeah, But that's useful. You know, the fact that you can access another resort and all their facilities, if you want to go for dinner at Sebastian, really easy to get there. And then you would change to either the Skyliner onto Epcot. You're going to enter the back of Epcot near France. Again, you can go in there got all the world showcase restaurants and things to, to choose from or you could walk the other way towards the boardwalk and you've got all the restaurants in those hotels and along the boardwalk too or then the other skyliner route goes direct to hollywood studios so very nice and easy to be getting to those to those parks it, but there aren't that is the only way to get to those parks so if you don't like heights if going on the skyliner you're thinking oh, no i wouldn't want to do that this is not <laughs> going to be the resort for you so you do need to bear that in mind. If you wouldn't be happy to go on the Skyliner, then definitely don't stay here. No. For the other two theme parks and for the water parks and Disney Springs, then it's just the regular shuttle buses that you take. I just think yes. that being able to take the, 
the Skyliner is just a much nicer way, quicker as well than taking the buses. It's better for the planet, I would imagine. And just a nicer kind of view. You've Not very often you get to go in a cable car to anywhere, is it? No, I think it is definitely more relaxing. And the buses are great. I love a Disney bus, but particularly late at night when you're coming back from the parks, you're going to be squished in that bus. Lots of people standing. And so you're just not going to get that same feeling on the skyline. Yeah, you might have to wait if you're coming out at closing time of Epcot. You might have a bit of a queue to get on the skyline, but it's continually moving. Whereas yeah. if you're waiting for a bus, you're all standing waiting, aren't you? One bus comes, you all go. Whereas this, the queue is con- constantly going to be moving as people are getting onto the skyline. So I think it is a more pleasant experience if you're happy with the height. So the buses, I think from the value resorts, it's worth saying, they do have the much bigger buses because they're bigger resorts, more people. They're the big stretchy buses. So the ones that are called... Bundy buses. Yeah, yeah the Bundy bus, that, that's the word. So although the queues can look really big if you're waiting for the, the Magic Kingdom or whatever and you're thinking, oh, we're going to be ages, we're never going to get everyone on this bus. When they do come, they're absolutely massive buses. And they come about every 15, 20 minutes, perhaps a bit more often, peak times. So you're never going to have to wait too long. But if you don't want to wait or you are going to another hotel for dinner or something, then you can always use Uber or get a taxi. So it is easy enough to get around if you don't want to be using the Disney transport. Or a minivan now. As a oh, a minivan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do love a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the premium way to travel in a spotty car. But yeah, yeah it's worth yeah. it in my opinion. And you can take your own car. We don't really generally advise having your own car if you stay on site at Disney because it's a, you've got to pay for parking. Obviously, car hire is quite expensive and you have got all that free on-site transportation. But if you do want to have your car because you're doing other things, then you definitely can park it there. But yeah, you're just going to have that parking fee. Yeah, I mean, it, if you're planning on going off-site, even just, you can get a car for a day or two. There's a car centre on-site at Disney, quite a few actually. We can get a car. So if you're planning on, for example, going to Kennedy Space Centre or you want to go just for an explore around the area, then maybe just get a car for a day or two. Then you're only paying one lot of one lot of parking charges, as opposed to paying it for the length of stay of yeah. nights. It's about $15 a night. So that's, still gonna, that's going to add up pretty quickly just to leave your car and let it sit there doing not a lot. Yeah, I agree. We do have people who just do that four or five days in the middle, and then you don't need a, such a large car as well because doing that airport run when you've got all your cases and everything, then you need to make sure you've got sufficient room and get a big enough vehicle to fit everything in. Whereas if you are just using it to go to some offsite to go and do some shopping or space center or that kind of thing, then you can just get that smaller, cheaper car too, can't you? Yeah. I think you're on holiday. Let someone else drive. Let the, let mini drive. If you have to take, if you want to take a van or something like that, but if not, just, just use the skyline or the buses or anything. I think especially the Skyliner, it's part of the fun of getting into that park. Yeah, you're going on a ride before you even got yeah. into the park. So I, I, mean, think, uh... I mean, you, if you really wanted to, if you wanted to do all the transport, you could go Skyliner to Epcot, walk through Epcot, get on the monorail to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and then maybe get you're on quite. a boat. Yeah, yeah, you've got to try it all. Have you a boat. Yeah, you could do quite a lot if you think, actually, I don't want to get a bus. I'm, you know, I'm going to cut through through Epcot. Oh, yeah, obviously, it has to be after 2 o'clock because that's when you can park up. So, yeah, you could do that. It's, you have to go and do all the different transport options. So, yeah. Do you, have you ever come across Disney transport cards? You, they, you can, they go collectible cards for each oh, transport. Yeah. yeah you get so, 
from the customer, don't you? Yeah, so you can ask a bus driver or a monorail attendant or you know, people on the boat. They don't always have them. They used to be a bit more common, but I think they are back and you can ask for them. And they have like collectible cards for the different color monorails, say for the different boats. Hey, my kids, when they were young, used to love collecting anything. They're like <laughs> pins, press pennies, whatever it may be. But yeah, transport cards, part of that as well. No, it is all part of the fun. So we talked about that Pop shares the Skyliner with Art of Animation. So that is another resort that's really nice and close. It is just a mirror image. It was meant to be an extension of Pop. So at one time they were planning to build the other decades, so from 1900s up to the 1940s. But recession, all sorts of things, it just got shelved. They didn't build it but then came back to it some years later and turned it into art of animation. Yeah, I think it's good to have the kind of difference as well, because you've got, if you want to sleep in a little mermaid room, you've got that option. If you want to sleep in in the, the more modern field rooms of pop century, then you've got that option, but then you don't have to compromise on the Skyliner. Yeah, that's it. For me, art of animation, the big draw there are the family suites, so if you've got a bigger family or you want more space, then, you know, they're great. And we talked about those in another podcast. But the fact that you can just walk across from Pop Century to Art of Animation means you've got another resort to go and have a look around. You do get, you turn yourself around and you're thinking, oh, it just feels like exactly the same place. It's just the theming is different. So the lobby looks identical. The pool areas are a different, they are different design. You can't share the pools officially. So you're not allowed to go and use those art of animation pools and those people can't come over and use the pop ones but anything else you can use so if you want to go and use their food court if you just want to go and have a bit of a mooch about and the theming over our animation is great as well so lots of photo opportunities there with all your lion king characters with all the cars characters so i think it, if you're staying at pop it is definitely worth going and having a little walk around there to get some photos with all those characters and caribbean beach as well it's worth jumping off the skyliner going over sebastian's is always one of your recommendations for places to go and eat isn't it yeah sebastian's is great and also polino's at riviera so riviera has got its yeah. skyliner stop too that is a really lovely resort to go and have a look around got a nice cafe bar there but and if you can snag one of those hard to get reservations at, at topolino's for breakfast and then there are activities that are at Pop Century as well. So you can got all the theme parts to go and enjoy. But if you want a bit of downtime at the resort, then like most of the hotels, they've got their movies under the stars program. So every single night you can go and watch a Disney film and they pop up an outdoor screen near the 1960s building by the pool that even provide you with some nice fold up chairs. Yeah, it's a nice way to relax, isn't it? it in, you, it's still within the Disney bubble, but without being in the theme parks so it's nice to chill out and relax and yeah very often you can watch a movie outdoors is it no it is, it is fun the kids are in and out of the pool you've got the film going on yeah so that that is is really nice we talked about the theming a little bit but i think he's worth saying it is larger than life literally there are these giant icons from all the different centuries so you've got a huge Mickey Mouse phone. You've got a huge Mowgli and Baloo from the Jungle Book. You've got a huge Tramp from Lady and the Tramp. So again, loads of really good photo opportunities. But if you want understated, this isn't yeah. the place for you. You Which kind is of not um, understated, is it? No, no. not <laughs> at all. And 
we're talking about who this resort would be good for. I think the absolute ideal people to stay here are people with young kids. So the rooms are on the small side, as we've said, but if you've got toddlers, young children, you'd be absolutely fine in these rooms. And they would absolutely love the theming here too. Yeah, especially for couples as well. I think it's great because the parks that couples generally spend the most sort of time in is Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So you can get there on the skyline nice and easily, can't you? Yeah, book a surprising number of couples to stay here because I do always think of it as a family resort. Mm. Although I have stayed there myself, not with them, with young kids, <laughs> and really enjoyed it. And I think it is a good one, especially if you are trying to keep to a reasonable budget, but you still want to stay on site. So the room rates are really good. By the time you start looking at off-site options and the fact that you've then got to pay to get on site or there might be shuttle buses, but they're not very regular. The fact you've got the convenience, you've got the early entry to the parks, the same as all the other on-site hotels. You're paying not that much more than an off-site hotel to be staying at Pop. And I think the extra is well worth it. Yeah, I think it's definitely worth paying the upgrade from the All-Stars resorts to come and stay here and just one last time to say because of the skyliner <laughs> yeah definitely because of the skyliner they also have a great i think now they're upgrading the rooms the the rooms are where the way they were before so the pot rooms that had been upgraded at all staff hadn't then the rooms were loads nicer at pop as well so that was a, a consideration too once all those rooms are upgraded to these then it's pretty much the yeah, the difference is the skyliner but i, I think that is a big advantage yeah, huge advantage for Epcot and for Hollywood Studio. And also, when you think about it, um, it probably means that the buses to Magic Kingdom are probably quieter because people were spending more time in Epcot, kind of, I guess. Yeah, I think Epcot as well. It's one of those resorts that, yeah, definitely go during the day and would have at least a couple of days there. But it's also a great park to be going to just for an evening, whether that's for dining or to watch fireworks. So... If you've done your park day, you've come back and had um, a bit of a break, a bit of pool time, then it just is very easy to be getting on the Skyliner, getting into the World Showcase area of Epcot, whereas anywhere else, if you're getting on the buses, you're going to be dropped at the front of the park and then maybe have to walk all the way through. And even if you're doing a day, you're walking in every, from the front of the park to the back. You can think, yeah, we don't want to walk all the way back to go. It's <laughs> right there, aren't you, to get on the Skyliner to come home. So... Yeah, it is a a great benefit. That walk from Harmonious down to a shuttle bus at the front, that that seems to take quite a while, doesn't it? Do you know what? I just don't do that anymore. I think I've just reached that age. If if I'm not staying somewhere on the Skyline or or in one of the boardwalk resorts, I have to say I'm a bit naughty and go either normally to the boardwalk and get a lift from there back to my hotel. Um, Isn't that expensive? And compared to walking with all the huge crowds back to the front of the park to get on a very crowded bus, then, yeah. yeah. That's what we're talking about, value for money. That, for me, is great <laughs> value for money. Was it not, please don't tell everybody the secret, because otherwise there will be hundreds and hundreds of people waiting for Ubers or Lyfts or whatever at the, the boardwalk resorts, and Disney probably wouldn't like that very much. So let's just keep that between us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't tell anyone. Don't say anything. That's our little secret. So yeah. what's our... What's our top tips for staying at this hotel? My top tip is, I think if you are going to spend most of your time or a lot of your time in Epcot or Hollywood Studios and you want a value result, then this is the result for you. This is the best result for you to go to. Great also if you've got little kids because 
if you are going to be in those two parks, you can either come back as a family to go and dip in the pool or have a nap or something like that. Or what you could do is one person might want to stay in the park with one of the older kids and then one person takes the one of the younger kids back for a nap. So you can split up and it's really easy to do on the Skyliner compared to going on the bus, isn't it? Yeah. So my top tip is to just go across the lake and go and have an explore of Art of Animation. So there's lots to explore at Pop, but make sure you go over to Art of Animation and have a little look around there as well, because that is a really interesting resort to go and see too. Yeah, I think also the same to go over to Caribbean Beach and go to Sebastian's one night. Yeah, and Caribbean Beach, lovely resort too, and Riviera, as you say. I don't know. Okay. I really like going and looking at other hotels. That's just my job, isn't it? (laughs) So, let's have a resort hotel tour day. But I think they are so nicely themed. Then it is an activity in itself. So it's worth spending a bit of time. We want to do something a bit different, going and having a look around those hotels. And one of the activities over at Art of Animation that you can get involved is they have the drawing classes every day. Because that hotel is all themed around animation, they will have a cast member there showing you how to draw a Disney character. You can sit in the lobby and draw along. And yeah, that's a really nice, fun activity. Yeah, I'd be surprised if anyone could teach me how to draw. I have terrible handwriting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's so bad. We'll talk about we'll talk this another day, but when we talk about a Disney cruise, I will tell you about my drawing class aboard yeah, the Disney Magic. <laughs> oh, okay, well, we'll save that for another podcast. Yes, yes, but... <laughs> But no, Pop, great resort to stay in. I think talking about who it's good for, I think I wouldn't be staying here with four adults in one room, two adults and older teens. You're going to find that a bit too cosy, especially if you're going for an extended stay. Great for a short stay, maybe. Or families with younger kids or couples. I think it's perfect. Yeah. If you are going to go with with older kids, then maybe get two rooms. Yeah, yeah, you can get two rooms. There are some connecting rooms. But yeah, I'd go for one of the larger rooms, probably at one of the moderate would be better if you have got yeah. an older family. So that's made me excited about going back to Pulp. I might have to go and have another little look around there. Yeah, uh, sure. when, I'm, when I'm back, yeah, there's so much to see. So yeah, we're going to have another little tour around there. So that's all for this week. We really hope you enjoyed the show and you found it useful finding out a bit more about Disney's Pop Century. Please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. And if you'd like to find out more about us, then you can visit our website. That's fairytaleholidays.co.uk. You can find all the links in the show notes. So thanks for listening and have a magical day.